Hello, hello, hello. Hi, 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 everyone. Hi, welcome. Oh boy, Victoria, what's happening? What are we doing? What are we doing, Victoria? Fuck. Anyway, Ugh. anyway, it's Kelly Fistrick here. Welcome to Dating Badly. This episode should be coming out on the 28th of July. Um, this episode I recorded months ago and then we lost the episode for audio reasons, so we redid it. Which was good because a few months had passed where we'd forgotten what we'd said. Um, this is with Cal Wilson and Adam Richard. And talk about Clueless, which is such... Even now, I watched it again. Still love it. Love it. So good. Uh, Cal had never seen... Because Cal Wilson, I don't know, she grew up in New, New Zealand and wasn't prevalent. She'd never seen it. So she watched it as an adult and there were some pretty big red flags in it. But still silly and a fun movie. Paul Rudd hasn't aged. He's the best. And um, we this episode goes for nearly two hours. So I'm going to go through it and make sure I take out anything that I should. But it's a really – this is two people – two people. Oh, God. What's about happening to my brain? I need to leave the house. But I can't because we're in lockdown. Thanks. Thank you for everyone in Victoria who couldn't stop fucking licking each other's buttholes. And uh, it goes for nearly two hours. It's Cal and Adam. Man – great great people we talk about the film but then we talk about other stuff and it's really beautiful and I just love them and they're just the best and they're so good so um, I really hope these episodes are giving you something I know I, I used to have a lot of downloads because people were uh, listening to podcasts on the um, way to work and I know that now a lot of people aren't on their way to work they're from home I'm listening to podcasts while I'm working out and um, sometimes while I'm working, but mainly when I'm cooking dinner because the news is very bad all the time and it's so sad. So maybe just put on a potty while you're cooking dinner and while you're working out. Go for a walk. Go for a socially distanced walk on your own with your roommate, no one else, no one else from outside the house, but and listen to a pod. Put the pod on, on um, not, like no headphones, just the two of you walk and listen to a pod. Like it's, especially this one, it's super fun. Love Adam, love Cal, they're great. Please take care of yourself if you're in Victoria because we're getting um, fucked pretty bad with uh, the staying at home shit. I really hope that this doesn't happen to anyone else in uh, Australia. But if you're in Victoria, please stay at home. If you've got rellos that you think are taking a piss, tell them to stay home. Um, I don't know, just hope the fucking numbers go down today. So I'm recording this today on the 19th of July and the numbers today are still like 328. It's like, I don't understand. So we've been in lockdown three again for more than a week and there's still like over 300, which means people are still, oh, they're getting tested later or they're still seeing each other. I don't know, but please take care of yourself and all that jazz um, and uh, please take care of your mental health if you're home work out I do fitness XO go to fitness XO I think they still give you the first week for free you don't need heavy weights there's a bunch of they do a new exercise every day 45 minutes if you feel like you're like overweight and you can't do it shut up I am severely overweight I had an IVF appointment and with Melbourne and she told me I was too fat uh, but that's okay. I'm not drinking. I am trying to lose weight. I'm doing all the things, so that's fine. Pretty rough, the IVF stuff. Might have to have a bit of a break because it is pretty shit. Anyway, <laughs> so if you're someone who thinks you can't work out and you're this or you're that, Fitness XO is really good. Just do what you can, and then every time you do it, you'll feel better, you'll feel better. Don't be afraid of burpees. Just, it's fine. But I swear to you, in, on my life, if you work out in the morning... Before you leave your bedroom, put your exercise gear on. 
take your morning shit, go work out, get yourself some electrolytes from the pharmacist, put on the podcast, listen to the podcast while you're watching and doing exercise and just do it in your lounge room, sneakers on, vacuum afterwards. I bought a cheap yoga mat from Kmart, like five bucks, and I worked out on that so that my dirty sneakers are not on the carpet. And then I've got some, I, I sort of gathered some weights around, but there's a bunch, because I do a new exercise every day. Every day there's a new 45-minute exercise. There's a bunch that have no equipment, so it's lots of squats, lots of push-ups, but it's all done so that some days are cardio, some days are leg days, some are arms, some days are all body. But just do it. I swear to God, if you're someone like me whose mental health is in question, um, it will definitely help you to work out in the morning not even just for losing weight just for fucking surviving anyway this is pretty heavy um i just want to make sure everyone's taking care of themselves because um it's a fucking really it's, a, it's rough you know even if you're in a house and you're safe if you're in a share house and you're sharing a house with a bunch of dickheads and you're on lockdown that must be rough well, thank god i'm with my best mate who's a legend um but if you're not oof, god and if you've got kids and you're working from home, if you're a teacher, fuck, man, you guys must be doing it rough. So please take care of yourself. Do the mental health stuff. Work out. Find out a way to do it. Um, drink if you need to drink, but I've stopped drinking for this week and I'll probably stop drinking until, I, you know, in foreseeable future. And um, I know that a lot of my sadness is, t- is um, intertwined with my drinking. So not to say that I'm, you know, a ball of energy and happy, but it's just better to not drink I wake up not feeling bad I just feel guilty and fat every time I drink it's fun I love it and I'm a good drinker don't get me wrong I can polish a bottle like that but it's yeah well I've got to get control of this weight stuff anyway this is very very personal but this episode is very fucking good hope you enjoy it love Cal love Adam anyway it goes for a really long time so we'll see how many people listen to it um if you feel like you want to send me positive feedback, feel free to. If you don't like the show, don't message me. I don't. It's, it makes me feel really sad if you don't like me or the show. Um, just don't. Just just stop subscribing. It's easy. Just don't. Just get rid of my. Get rid of me on iTunes. No big deal. If you want to support the show, I'm on uh, the uh, Patreon. No tears. Just a dollar a month. Just a dollar. A dollar. Because I have to pay for the Wushka where where I upload everything. And I have to pay for the Zoom where I record everyone. So that's about uh, 80 bucks a month, 90 bucks a month. So if I have 80 people giving me a dollar a month, then Patreon pays for it, which is awesome because I have no comedy income at all. All my income got halved, which is so much better by than most people who lost 100% of their income and probably even lost family members. So who am I to whinge? Um, it's just money and I still have a house and I still have a family and everything's fine. We'll be fine. Anyway, this is a long intro, isn't it? Seven minutes. Wow. Well, you should have fast forwarded it. Not my problem. (laughs) Take care. Take care of yourself. Enjoy this clueless episode. Fuck, it's fun. All right. Bye. Welcome to Dating Bad Leaves. The podcast where we Just got to pick the lint up. Oh, how good does that feel? <laughs> feel good? Feels good, doesn't it?
feels so good. Feels Apparently, hey, um, it's like we all just I was gonna, we all just sat down at the yes. same time yeah. and just pressed record, yeah. and it's just wow. been instantaneous. It's almost like it wasn't planned that way, <laughs> and that this this isn't us doing this podcast a second time. Um, hey, just quickly, where we were talking about cancel culture mm-hmm. stuff, um, I will. I'm happily able to. I will happily put this on the table. Um, if anyone wants to cancel me, I got it. Um, so there is footage of me on YouTube doing a Rocker Steadford challenge. Do you remember the Rocker Steadfords? So now, this was a confusing thing to me when mm. I moved to Australia. Mm-hmm. I thought Rocker Steadford was someone like Rocker. I was like, I don't know this Steadford guy. I don't know who he is. I'm assuming he's in his sixties. It's a like band. Girl, yeah. So, but so I had to. It's a weird cover band. <laughs> so for those who don't know, I, I think it was Australia wide, but it was a high school challenge. And back in the day, big in the nineties, bigger than musicals in the nineties, and it was a very. They were very big on say no to drugs yes. kind of thing. Like, and it was a eight minute. Uh, musical East Steadford, which was no no acting, no talking, no singing. It was music, telling a story through music and stage and costumes. So, like, one year, St. Columbus, which I think Edo was in that oh, year. Oh, Edo, Edo was, was in the Rock of Steadford. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if she was in it, but I feel like we've talked about this because I think the one year the national winners was uh, Michael Jackson. And they did, and it was amazing. So if you Google St. Columbus Michael Jackson, wow. it's like that's, really amazing. That's quite a big get to get Michael Jackson <laughs> Australia and be in an escape. No, like. no they, they told the story of Michael Jackson. So you do like a minute of, I want you back. And then it goes, record scratch. Wee, 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 wee. And then it goes into bing, 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 bing. And then it goes, wicker, wicker, wicker. And then they do the dancing and the alien. And it's all Does very... Does he die like, in one the year. end? Oh, no. It was... uh, well, we treated him... The, the, the crux of the story is we just treated him so bad. Um, should have stayed out of his private life. Um, we're horrible to start, aren't so we? so mean to the um, and pedophile. You're right. Disgusting. I can't even listen to his music now. But one school did Titanic one year and their, their stage and was the boat. 1,500 of them. <laughs> audience got involved it was like an immersive piece like literally immersive wow, wow it's so real it's like he's actually dead man we're fucking we're crazy and so our school one year so they had this big like the big ship and the iceberg and it, like uh, one year um my school did the theme was africa oh I'm already yeah, feeling this. And the story of our African story was it started with a, um, a uh, an, an elder, mm. you know, like the sun coming up and we used the Lion King. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. The sun was coming up and, and the animals all came out and there was a, a tribal leader with a big stick and a cape and then the tribal people came out and then uh, the um then the hunters came out and they battled with the tribal people and then they took the animal skins it was a very very um important story yes. anyway the uh, the elder is moi and oh. i was wearing a lot of things mm. one of it being a dark substance on my face kelly Fastuka, how old were wow. you at the time I think I was 15. Okay, so just 16. like you can't consent 
to have uh, yeah. adult relations <laughs> at 15. I think you... I can't consent to blackface. I think you also can't consent to do blackface. So... You, Oh my god! Because you are under the age of blackface consent, you can't be cancelled. Mm. Uh, and it's pretty brutal. And you realise it was a mistake but now, really... but you had no say in it back then. You would have been kicked out of the so estate. Was it... <laughs> Is it Melbourne? Was this in Melbourne or was this mm. somewhere else? This was wow. in Melbourne. Um, I won't say the school, but I can like show you guys later. But uh, yeah, in Melbourne, I'm pretty sure it was national wide, but it was very big. In the Western oh, suburbs yeah. and stuff. Like it was, and it, what you would do is you could compete against other schools. So when you got into the finals, blah, 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 and they put it on TV, and this is, I think, from TV. Yeah. Like the, you know. Yeah, it was a huge yeah, thing. So well, the suppose, school spectacular. If you, <laughs> yeah, Stephen Jacobs and Katrina Rountree used to host it every year. Wow. That is. That is like the hosting Perfect. bottom of the barrel. Like that is, who can we get? Mate. Well, Jacob's in Roundtree are on contract at the network. Dude, it was probably <laughs> five grand to host it. I would host it for five grand just to go, coming up next, Ballerine Secondary College with their take on technology. <laughs> I would do that. Amazing. Dude, five grand. Amazing. So when do you have you ever when did you look back? Like when was the time that you looked back on that and went, oh, no, that wasn't right? Oh, about... A month ago when I got a bunch of messages from people that I knew. Because oh. someone had found it and put oh. it on YouTube. Oh. And, um, and a bunch of people messaged me going, do you know this is out there? And it had just been uploaded so people had found it. Or, and like someone probably has it and strategically uploaded it. And um, But I'm like, look, it's you fucked. Are, There's nothing you I can do. You are under the age yeah. of blackface consent. Yeah. And it was... Yeah, like how many how many adults there were around oh, that decision mate. that thought it was okay. Well, it's like, always it's like, always like the whole blackface scandal usually now is involves some mother dressing her kid up for book week. I don't yeah. know why it's always book yeah. week, but, mm. <laughs> but the isn't irony that, terrible that you can actually say irony of mm. literature is, isn't it terrible. The terrible thing mm. is you going, it's usually about, like, because it's still so widespread. Like, yeah. you know, when Book Week comes, we all go, oh, please just don't just this not, time. Not yeah, obviously today. it's fucked. Obviously I think it's ridiculous. And it only took me until, you know, probably 10 years ago when I went, oh, that is fucked. Oh, my yeah. God. What? You know what yeah, I mean? But yeah. 22 years ago, I didn't know it was fucked. So obviously I am so annoyed that it, that it was something that yeah, you yeah. did. But it was also because I believed in this cause and I was a performer and I'm like, you know what? I will put on, you know, this this brown powder on my face because I'm an actor and this is what, like, you know, yeah. like I'm not, I've had sex with lots of black guys. <laughs> I'm fine. Like, That's not an excuse, you know, Cal. Was that in the, <laughs> obviously I'm not a racist, but I... You know, look this at that and go. A turn. I know, I was but I not expected. I look was at it was and that go, That's when you were fifteen as well? Because we maybe need to have a conversation no, about no, that. No, as well. no, no, no. <laughs> no, I went to. That, that was what the piece was about. That's what the piece. Well, that's not even like because like me, it was me and like forty other kids yeah. that were in brownface, and then other schools. Like we watched other schools, and there was like massive like. You know, like a story about the Wild West and then the women come out as the Wild West sex workers uh, and they're wearing bikinis and sequins. Like, bikinis and sequins. There's a lot of – and these are, girl, these are young girls who are like yeah, 12, yeah, 13, yeah. 14 going, it's all just a little bit of history repeating <laughs> and they're dancing to that song. Like that's a song that was always in the rock and roll. But 
We we mm. watched um, the Three Amigos the other night with my eleven year old because oh. we've um, we've watched all of the Marvel mm. movies and now we need something else to watch. That is a slog. And <laughs> I, I good. yeah, some yeah. of them were great. How good is Captain um, Marvel though? How much? How good is the chick? I love she's I, Seals had never seen it and we watched it like I reckon a week ago and she's like, I can't oh. believe I've never seen this. The nineties genre just catapulted in there, yeah. made me so also, happy. Also, Ben Mendelsohn Sorry, doing Greenface. So <laughs> I would like to publicly apologise for my confidence. <laughs> um, I really love Peter Parker. Tom oh, Holland adorable. does a great job. Yeah. Um, mm. Anyway, so we watched The Three Amigos because I mm. love that film. Mm. And obviously it's Dated badly? The, mm. I, I don't think so. Mm. But what I did realise was, um, so it's set in kind of early Hollywood, so in the 20s and it's um, Chevy Chase, mm. uh, Martin oh, Short, Martin Short, Dan Martin Short, and Steve Martin. Dan Aykroyd, no. Um. <laughs> Steve Martin. <laughs> He's lying. Martin Short, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, uh, playing um, playing three white assholes who dress up as um, as uh, amigos, like their crime fighting crime fighting mariachi band. <laughs> yes, that's that's what they are. Boy, at some point I'll wake up and everything will be fine. Um, Oh man! So they so they are mistaken for real um, gunslingers, mm. Mm. and part of the enjoyment of the film is the taking the piss out of the Western genre. And I realised that Digby wasn't getting half of the stuff because he didn't grow up oh. with cowboys and Indians the way we did before. Everyone went, mm. "Oh no, that's probably not right." Like, right. It was so interesting to go. Oh yeah, we grew up on that um, that real Hollywood bullshit mm. of. Um, banditos and and stuff like that. Whereas he's like, it's just three men wearing the same outfit on horses. Like he, he still enjoyed it, but he just didn't have the context. He will hate blazing saddles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except the yeah. farting scene. Wonder, Farts are always funny, regardless of context. I wonder, like, um, like I love the Goonies growing up, and I am curious to show that to, like, you know, kids like ten year olds and see if they like it. Yeah. Because I yeah, he watched he watched it with my with my husband. I was gonna say with my son. He's my son. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so confused. Um, they watched it together, so I haven't watched it again. But I'm sure there's stuff in that mm. that has dated really badly. Did he like it? <coughs> I think he enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. but he's not. Um, he's not looking at through filters. Like he's not looking at through mm. the lens that we are as adults. Going, oh, that's terrible ableism, or that's mm. incredibly racist, or he's just. Taking it all in, I guess. I feel like one of the reasons why The Goonies was so good was because it was a movie that was like kids <clears throat> kids without adults mm. get up to mischief. And yeah. that's fun. We're on our bike, like E.T., whatever. We're on our bikes. We go. There's no adults here. Candy for everyone <laughs> for dinner. And then, you know, all this chaos reigns. But there's something about that movie that is such an adventure, like – they were on this amazing adventure and you're with them. And I feel like maybe now kids are on an adventure every day or because they're so – they're able to be in tune and to plug into so much stuff that what's an adventure – I don't know what an adventure would be. An adventure yeah, yeah, yeah. is going now, to a pool without a fence around it. That's an adventure for a I kid mean, <laughs> Yeah, like there's no, there's no fence around this pool. They're so well, not even going. Just seeing a YouTube video of someone oh my God. standing near some water. <laughs> it's, it's, man. It's 
speaking of this, the, the thing that I still can't get over <laughs> with my son is, and I know so so many kids are into it is just watching someone else play the game they like yeah like, so I don't get that Dig still loves Minecraft mm. but loves watching someone else play it I don't like, do it yourself I don't like, that's like but that was always like Guitar Hero and stuff where you people would be like amazing at doing the drums on these games I'm like play the fucking drums yeah. Like, and I know this is an this is an episode of South Park where he becomes amazing, like guitar hero, but he can't pick up a guitar and play a song. I'm like, just learn how to play the guitar. It's the exact same amount of time, and it's funner. Yeah, no, to be there's able to... way more strings. Like guitar hero is just four buttons. <laughs> like doing up a shirt there's only four buttons uh, <laughs> all you need. well i think i'm gonna introduce i'm gonna introduce you guys uh so this is a this is a movie this is a podcast mark too um from the I'm so sorry no I'm so don't sorry. worry who cares it's fine you guys are fun um from the freedom of sydney it's adam Yay! richard <laughs> well this week oh. for now for now you're free and from lockdown dirty gross ugh, melbourne it's me and cal wilson <laughs> But not in the same room. No, 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 like, no. Oh, not no, even no, the no. same Your suburb. <laughs> no, I'm oh my I would Not even the same state of mind. <laughs> I would never go to your suburb. I'd get pulled over and it um, So we're in, uh, we're in stage three lockdown. I reckon in two days we'll go to stage four. What is stage like, four? Just... Like we haven't been to stage four yet. It's what we? you want it to be. You, yeah. It's what, whatever you want, Adam. Yeah. Whatever you but want it to like be. Like when it, with, um, when, it no, comes no to, when it comes to cancer, stage four is not the good mm. one. Like that is the end. No, no, it is no. It's no takeout at all. No, no, no so, delivery. No delivery. No delivery. No takeout. Ooh. No cafe. No like coffee. And if you have to go and exercise, you have to really do it in your suburb. Like you can't go to a dog park in another suburb and stuff like that. Oh. Like you really. Someone stay- got fined. Mm. Someone got fined for playing Pokemon Go. Oh. I saw that, and I am. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> oh, Are you still playing, still playing it? <laughs> still playing it. <laughs> How, like how, how, how big is your spare battery that you carry around with you everywhere? <laughs> I, I did have to get a new phone, but that was just a coincidence. We, um, I was in the car this morning with uh, with the CPAC. Was it with me? <laughs> she said. Um, and we we even we had to go to the shop, and we actually stayed in the car a little bit longer just to hear the news because they were running over all the people that had abused oh. the um, the lockdown stuff and like just announcing like this person Pokemon Go. This party who, you know, got all fines, left, and then they went back to the party an hour and a half later and the people just returned. Huh? Like, they didn't give a fuck. There was more people. There were more people wow. at like, the party. And they, so they were like, they were like, um, they were like, homie. <laughs> yeah. Terrible. Like, shoo, everybody get away. But back they come. <laughs> Terrible. And then they found 10 guys, like, sitting in a backyard around a heater, staying warm, drinking piss. Oh, man. So they all got fined as well. And I'm like, what? But just listening to the way people and how did you, did it make it to Sydney, um, Adam? The story about the KFC story, yes, which I just think is the, one of the best stories. Uh, it was like twenty six thousand dollars worth of KFC. <laughs> so the KFC story is there was two people at KFC, um, and ordering food, and there was two paramedics that were there and waiting to get food as well. Mm. And they overheard the order, and it's for two people going, I have a large Zinger meal, uh, a two-piece feed, large, then a medium two-piece feed, and then um, another Zinger meal, large. So they ordered like 20 meals like that for two people. Oh. 
So even if you lived mm. in a house where your mum, dad, brother and sister, it's that's 20 meals. So the paramedics called the police. The paramedics called the police and um, they took down the licence plate, went to the house and the two people that were at KFC were asleep. <laughs> They're like, oh, bro, we're like, we're asleep. Like, oh, what is, what seems to be the problem, oh officer? So they just followed the smell of KFC in the house <laughs> and found the people that there was like 20 of oh them man. in the house and they took so they were they were hiding because i knew the cops turned up they were hiding in the shed with all the kids <laughs> <laughs> i love it because you just imagine opening up the door like what like the waff the waff of kfc uh, like, whoom, riding it but you know terrified terrified greasy oh. faces yeah. gazing back at you. oh my god <laughs> like they're like there's ca- no kfc here and they're like, all covered in chicken like, salt all right yeah <laughs> Cops are like, mate, we can fucking smell it. Like, yeah, they didn't they're, even they're need wearing to be, their bucket yeah. hats. <laughs> they didn't even need to be led to the people. Like, they were hiding in the shed. The cops just followed the scent. Oh my god, I love it. What is wrong? My, with one people? of my favorite. But they, and there was another KFC story today where a bunch of people got busted. I think it might have been that same one where people they left and then came back. Like, obviously, the money stuff is not enough. Like just finding yeah. someone a thousand or fifteen hundred bucks because I'll just go to you know convictions court get overturned whatever. What yeah, do you do? It's not like a parking ticket. Like if you've got a parking ticket on your windscreen, like that's kind of like that staves off other parking tickets. Yeah. But it's not like they go. Oh, I've already got a fine. You can't find yeah. me. I'm already in trouble. Also, know, you know I they're probably <laughs> on Centrelink, so it's like, well, what? You, I'm already negative wow. with money because. Everyone's oh, on Centrelink yeah. at the moment, so it's like, well, yeah, I've already yeah. got no money. So what are you yeah. going to do? Take more of my no money away from me? What's I mean, what do they what's, do? What's more of nothing? <laughs> so what do we do? What do we? How do we get rid of these people that are just not listening? Well, you let them get you know? sick and die. <laughs> but we can only walk as fast as our slowest. I Adam. know. I know, That's but, yes. but you got. I reckon New South Wales. Oh, we're heading it's a there. Like of time. seriously, like. You're going to your, your second. People, coming, people baby. wear masks, and for some reason, that gives them full body protection, and they can just bump into you at the supermarket. Yeah. I'm like, that's a mask. That's not. That's not yeah. stopping droplets from your fucking sweaty fingers. Yeah. No. We just did a bit of a shop today, just to kind of go. Let's just try not to go out as much. Like, oh, can I rec- you know? recommend yeah. Tuesday 10 a.m. Very quiet at the supermarket. Oh. Yeah. It was. We went was at. Good. We went at 11 a.m. today and on Wednesday, mm. and it was pretty busy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but you're in lockdown. Like people are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and we also I grabbed. Um, I didn't realize, but I grabbed three things of pasta just because they were smaller packets, you know. Oh yeah. And there was two of us, and it got stopped at the register. And she's like, "I'll just," because she was like, "Looked at us. We weren't like panic buying. Yeah. We just were getting everything yeah. for the house." And it was two of us, anyway. Um, and she's like, "I'll do a separate one later." And I'm like, oh, "Can't be fucked. Don't worry about it. It's a two dollar pasta packet, <laughs> you know." And it was heaps. And if they yeah, the limit two. Yeah, and if they're regulating it like that, I'm sure it's fine. Like, you know what I mean? I can. I won't. We're not going to starve. We're fine. No one's going to starve. Yeah, it's it's um it's weird. Like the two sorts of people that there are, like the people that are wearing masks and the people that aren't. That are like, what are you wearing a mask for? Mm. You know the whole. And my my judgy temperament has really yeah. upped its game. Yes, like I am. Here she is. Welcome yeah. to the Thunderdome. You look like you have to. Are you wearing a mask? 
I am. I'm wearing a, yeah. um, a fabric mask that Damien Callanan's oh, wife. Beautiful. Oh, does it have a um, filter in it though? No, it's got double. Oh. It's got double fabric, so yeah. it's not as good as a proper surgical mask. But you don't need it to be. Like you just like you only need a surgical yeah. mask. Well, I do operate yeah. on people, Adam. Oh, I do. Yeah. Sorry. I just, you know, I know sometimes. You, you love to get elbow deep in a chest cavity. I've seen you. <laughs> Where are your adenoids? Let me have I need a filter because I'm like, I burped in my mask today. And I'm like, all right, I need, I need this air to go somewhere. Because I really want a filtered one. But I'm wearing a mask. I feel fine wearing Like, the only thing is glasses. Oh, they fog right up. Yeah, you, you got to... Um, you got to put your glasses forward so that the steam's got somewhere to escape. It's very yeah, strange. I'm so, struggling. Which looks great also. <laughs> but I've got bifocal, you, so if mm-hmm. I go forward, I'm like, oh, I can't. Now I've got to read then. Yeah, I couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm doing that too. I also I also buy the coat. So. <laughs> <laughs> and are you you're teaching from home? Yes, but we, we um, got an extra week of holidays. Oh, is, yeah, it's been school holidays, hasn't it? If I were a kid, yeah. I'd be fucking loving this shit. But you can't no. go anywhere yeah. and you can't hang out with your mates. And so we've had to say to Digby as well, we've had to you go back to the, sorry, you can't play in the street anymore with the other really? kids. Really? Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 But this so is, it's been a bit yeah. shit. This is why having a dog can be good because it gives me a reason to walk around the street. Like with a, you know, and but also yeah. I've noticed there's a, a, a um, an oval, a football oval that I run near mm. my house where I do, I run to it, do a few laps and come back. And I've noticed there's a family that's always there the same time I am, which I love because if someone wants to murder me, there's five people there that will save my life. Uh, yeah. Because as a woman running, you know, what right do I have this running with headphones? Yeah. yeah. The thing that I find so fascinating is... Uh, I've been running the um, the creek trail near our house. What so I've That's started scary for me. Yeah, well, I've started to not do one half of it because oh. I had the um, I had the guy that got angry that I didn't stop to talk to him and oh. kept running and and had, had had you know earpods like so it was clear that I couldn't hear him, but I could hear him yelling in the background but i feel That's like i want to get a t-shirt horrible. that says i'm not doing this to meet people. <laughs> yeah. i'm not doing this to meet people no no just want to get a little bit of exercise what happened so you were running and a guy yeah, just he, so he just called out to me because i passed him one way and then passed him coming back mm. and then he started yelling at me because i didn't stop it was like oh, you know like hey fucking bitch you know that whole kind of during a pandemic a stranger yeah. didn't was upset that you didn't stop to talk to him yeah, yeah. Okay, great. But what a what a wonderful sense of <laughs> I mean, that. what the fuck? And that's like that's like a good story. That's like you know, yeah. and I ran away. Justin Hamilton like, and I, I go going. for a walk around Centennial Park every week, which is just down the road. Nice. Um, yeah. And there's one coffee shop that we went to a couple of times, like in the middle of the park, just like a van. And we've gone. We can't go there anymore because mm. there's too many shirtless people who line up really close mm. to you. And. Given mm-hmm. that, like, it's like Centennial Park is massive. Like, it is the biggest park yeah. you've ever been to. Yeah. And you still, like, it is like, it's like Burke Street in Melbourne. Like, you can't move. Yeah. Not now. Well, no, uh, not now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. See, if you go to Burke Street, it's probably still full of people. <laughs> but I, see, the tan is a good run in Melbourne. But the problem with the tan is I can't do it now because there's too many <sighs> women. In groups of four with, with or pushes. five, yeah. who are who are walking 
beside each other and blocking the entire path. Oh, my God. And I don't think they understand because I'm running, so I can't stop because I'm on momentum. Mm. And I'm also running. You know, I have I have a technique that I have to run with so I don't fucking... Because I don't, like, Wreck you know, sprain my ankle and stuff. You know what I mean? Because I had a... I had an issue a while back where I'm constantly hurting my the arch of my foot. I've got to tape it up. So if I accidentally like go on a hill and it's, you know, it's a thing. Anyway, I'm not being precious, but just I don't know what. you got to move out of the fucking way. The lack of spatial awareness that people have. Like I feel like I need to get a, a bike bell for yeah. my wrist so that I can like ding as I yeah. try and run past them. I would. Like you can't have, no. can't have a stroller and two children out of yes, the stroller yes. and you're all holding hands. And a dog, a dog on a lead on the, st- the st- yeah. stroller. And also, if you're wearing – this is – if you're wearing a puffy jacket, you need to look at yourself <laughs> in the mirror because it's you puffy jacket people that are I'm, – I'm really happy you're going for walks. That's really awesome. Good for you. Keep going for walks. But no more than two wide because we need to yeah. run past you. And then there's runners coming the other way. I'm done. And so that's why I have to do one near my house. But the other day I was – and it's the same run. Seals does the same. She just left now to do her mm. run. And we do the same run. It's really nice. It goes around Melbourne. You can see blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the other day I ran to it and I'd go after work. So I'd go at around quarter to ten to five. So the sun's still out. By the time I'm coming home it's getting yeah. dark and it's good, right? So – Got onto the oval, had only done 1K, had a few more to go, and a woman was, like, waving with a dog. Her and her husband were waving to me. And I get very defensive when I have my headphones in and I'm running because most of the time – this is very fucked that I have to say it. Most of the time I feel like if someone's trying to stop me, they want to stop me for a reason, and that reason is to grab me and put me in a car. So as long as I keep moving, you know, like, people are like, hey, excuse me, do you have – get her. (laughs) Like, that's my – Yep. So I kept like. Do you have an interest in climbing into my boot? <laughs> no. Fuck off! Like, I just and, it, and yeah, I have a whole bunch of anyway. So she waved and but she looked harmless mm. and she had a dog. Dog people I trust. Um, and I took my head. I go, Are "You talking to me?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah." She goes, "Don't go on the oval." And I'm like, "Why? What happened?" She's like, "So um, apparently a guy was here with a golf club and he was trying to attack some couple oh. that were like walking around it." So she's like, cops are on their way. I'm going to wait in my car with my husband so I can talk to the cops because I saw him, but he's run away. Um, but they're on their way. It just happened. She goes, you missed it like 25 seconds earlier. Yeah. So wow. she was kind of waiting there and telling people. And then another guy Sam was kind of walking. He's to very run. angry with a golf club. <laughs> 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 like, I was so mad. I'm like, I can't even run. I can't even yeah. run in the daylight because some guy with a fucking golf club. I'm like trying to lose weight, trying to look after myself. Some fucking weirdos trying to like golf club play people to death. Fuck off. This is bullshit. Yeah. What's going well, so on? It's interesting the first lockdown, like when I started running, I would make eye contact with people. Like it felt like a, a nice thing to do. Like people saying hello and stuff. But now, like once yeah. I had the creepy guy yelling at me, I was like, oh, we're back to normal. Mm. We're back to um, don't make eye contact with anyone because it's too weird. Like it's such an invitation to. I. Yeah, I've got um, I've got noise cancelling headphones, and I run oh, with one no. ear. Oh no, I bought I bought a out. pair of headphones that don't like that let in as much noise as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the same yeah the um in ear ones because I don't want to not hear everything. Okay, I can't believe that guy tried to talk to you while you were running and then had a go because you wouldn't stop and talk to him. Yeah. Like he definitely wanted you to stop so he could, you know. 
get to know you better. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not good. No, bad, crazy person. I, I had another free note on on the um kind of yeah assault while running thing. Yeah, is that I said to her, "Do you say hello to people?" And she goes, "Yeah, I say hello to everyone I pass, so that if I do get murdered, yeah. when they um put my." picture on tv those people go oh yeah i said hello to you. <laughs> yeah. what a oh, wonderful that thing is, to do see that chills me killing mm. someone i can handle but oh yeah but you're throwing that about with much abandoned hello remember my face because if you see it in a plastic bag <laughs> yeah. i want you to not forget me that is fucked. Oh, wow. Speaking Welcome of to our lives. This is, Welcome to our lives, Adam. This is our lives, Adam. This is us. We have, like, I'm I'm six on. foot one. I weigh over 100 kilos. I've, I've oh, never no. had this uh, terror. Well, well, I mean, I mean I, I've been really lucky with certain things, knock on mm. wood, and Seals just went for a run. Um, I'll, um, but speaking of someone being... Um, um, uh, not uh, a, 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 something at gunpoint mm. or a, a, a some kind of assault uh, brings us to the movie, <laughs> which has a a moment where someone gets robbed in it. It does. Is that a segue? No, no it's terrible. Not. But I'm so happy to do this film. <laughs> oh, Cal Wilson, this is your choice. Yeah, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. What's the until film? Clueless. Yay! Clueless. I've never seen it and realised I was about 30 minutes in mm-hmm. before I realised I thought it was legally blind. <laughs> like I just <laughs> thought there's really only one movie. It's just what you yep. call it. It's either oh. legally blonde or clueless. Clueless. So you've never seen it. But Adam, you've seen it. I've seen it n- numerous times. A million times. It's one of, it's one yeah. of those movies right. that... Um, remember in the old days when the TV used to have movies on? Um, Black yeah. <laughs> But like, you know, you'd turn on the telly and it'd either be yeah. Clueless or yeah. um, the one with the lady baseball Play- players or... <laughs> Excuse me, A League of Their yeah, Own, uh, which is one of my favourite films of all yeah, time. You know. Our dog is named after a character from that movie, Jimmy Dugan. <laughs> we named him Jimmy. <laughs> there he is. Look at his balls I've over there. I've never seen that oh. film either. You, see, because you had too many gigs on a Friday night. You were never at home. Yeah. <laughs> that movie that movie has... I love that answer. Oh. That's not true. <laughs> but um, A League of the Rhone has one of the best um, uh, pump-up uh, 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 speeches in it, uh, which um, are, years ago Celia hosted the gala. Yeah. And the day of the gala, she's like, I don't know. She goes, I shouldn't have said yes. What am I doing? I can't do it. She was like stressing and it was just, oh, oh, that's my sister. I will hang up on her. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Yep, let's hang up. Um, So she was stressing out because she's like, I can't do it. What am I going to do? It's on the TV. Um, So I made her, we watched um, this scene from A League of Her Own. To pump her up, and it was when um, is that the one that ends with "There's no um, crying in baseball"? No, no, it's when Gina Davis's character, uh, Dottie, Dottie Henson, wants to leave because uh, she's just you know she's fighting with her sister, all these things, and she's going to leave, and she's the best player on the team. And Jimmy Dugan, Tom Hanks, he's like, "Where you going, Dottie?" And she goes, "It just got too hard." And he goes, "Of course it's hard, Dottie. Of course it's hard. The hard is what makes it great." If it wasn't hard, everybody would be doing yeah. it. Oh, 
Is that and a so good... with Seal's like, I am Jimmy yeah. Doogie. I am Jimmy <laughs> That's the thing. Cause she's like, because it's such a great thing where she's like, yeah, fucking earth, it is hard. This is really hard what I'm about to do. If it wasn't hard, everyone would everyone be doing would it. Be but doing they're not. It. They had a barbecue going, you yeah. know, I should have done stand-up. Yeah, I, I can, stand up. I can yep. host the gala. Yep. I've done five minutes yep. at the ESPY yep. one Thursday. I can yep. host the gala. I can do it. Most of it was other people's jokes. <laughs> yep. I was yep. in Royal yep. Comedy Watch in 1997. Me. I can yep. do it. I can hey. host the gala. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hey, hey Davo. Davo, Watch me put this black face on. Everyone will fucking love it. I'll oh, host the gala. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, so anyway... So that's why League of the Rain is fantastic. I really, yep. you should, you and Digby should try, like, well, go watch it. It's really it's fun. Really also, yeah. like yeah, Clueless, and it's aged directed by a woman. Yeah. Penny Marshall. It's a Penny Marshall film. Yeah. Beautiful Penny and Marshall. has aged very fucking well because it's set in the 50s. And it's directed by a woman. 40, Same with sorry. Clueless. I think that's yeah. why Clueless has lasted so long. Yeah. It's because yeah. Yeah. it's directed by a woman. So whenever anything that, all those things that seem to date themselves with regards to the role of women in these films is usually because yeah. it's it's a man directing it and the way women yeah. look at women has changed because they've gone, I don't want to see what men think of me anymore. I want to see what I think of right. me. And on, yeah, yeah. on that, may I please tell you that I matched with someone on Bumble the other week. And uh, one of his things was that he was writing a web series, and I just matched with him because I was like, "Let's, this will yep. be fun," because um, he was some lawyer yep. writing a web series, and I'm like, "Okay, let's." let's. You're like, "Oh, I love it." <laughs> Ooh. And cereal, amazing. Spiders um, in the attic. Spider cereal. <laughs> And I go, um, and he's like, oh, yeah, I've got this web series. You know, COVID's pushed it back, but hopefully we'll get a film by the end of the year. And I'm like, uh, so what's it? What's your web series about? And he's like, it's about a young woman who's just unlucky oh, in no. love with online dating. And I'm like, so you wrote this? He's like, yeah, I wrote it. He's like a 38-year-old man. I was like, what about women makes you, like, what made you write this story in the voice of a woman? Like, you're a dude. What? I'm, I'm really curious. I'm having a go. And he's like, so I've got lots of female friends and I just did a lot of research and, like, asked them, like, what it's like for them and that's how I did it. I'm like, I'm going to take a stab in the dark and maybe say that it's going to be very fucking shit <laughs> because there is no way. Every, every, for this podcast, every film that we talk about that's written by a dude where there is a strong female character – the character is written so fucking poorly. They all love wings and beer and are total oh, bros. No. But and they oh. and they hate love and they don't no time for love. I'm so busy. <laughs> but <laughs> and they're all skinny and beautiful and have these diets where they're like, burger and fries, please. Oh, what about like, what about that one we did last great, time, Kel, where belches. we watched Julia Roberts is a food oh. critic. I'm like, she has not eaten anything. <laughs> yeah. My best friend's which my best friend's wedding was that one with George oh, McEnroe and that was same thing like too busy like I don't have time for love. I'm, t- I'm like, too busy, busy not woman. eating food that I review. <laughs> or not swallowing. <laughs> I'm too busy running my cupcake bakery. <laughs> I think you know, it's like I think like shot. in his defense uh if he hmm. were to, I think this is something that would come down to casting. If he were to cast someone who was a strong writer, 
who mm. was able to tell him was able to call bullshit mm. on anything that didn't ring true um yeah. and be able to you know write their own stuff then i'd be like well then this could be an interesting collaboration between this guy with mm. all his crazy ideas about what women are like do you think do you think a white guy that's 38 that's a lawyer is going to take any kind of critique from anyone I'm but himself i'm just saying if <laughs> If he hired one of you guys to be the the character. Oh, bless your dear you optimistic know. heart. Or like, you know, Seals I mean, could do it. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of people. Hey, was there a, was there a second date, Kelly, for sweet? No, I never met him. I just, I was just curious about oh. the. That is yeah, like series. I just was like, yeah, yeah. I was just right. like, why? You're in, the, you're in the web series now. You're like episode <laughs> well, He kind of got a bit like. All busting, hard ass. <laughs> And I look, I know I'm no oil painting, that's fine. But he kind of started getting the whole, like he kind of did the whole, um, oh, you're a comedian, um, what's your day job kind of uh, thing. And I'm like, you have no nothing. idea how, yeah, well, it was, <laughs> but you have yeah. no idea how. The, it's my one day job. Yeah. One day. When I was talking to Nick Cody this morning and I was like, man, heading before this all started, before the pandemic started, I was like, like things were going well. Like, not like yeah. I'm not rich or anything, but going well enough that I'm like, oh, I don't think, like after comedy festivals and reassessing everything and seeing, I don't think I need a, like a day mm. job. And I, I, don't, I only work like three days a week in a day job. But I was like, because I was, I couldn't, I couldn't make it happen. Like I, I was too busy for it as well. And I'm like, yeah. money wise, I think, I think I'm going to be okay. Like I was creating stuff, things, were, and it just fucking, you know, boom, just all gone, yeah. all gone. gone. And then having some yeah. like try hard. Fuck it, go. Oh, I'm like, oh, fuck off. Get out of here. Get out of town, you dickhead. Just can't be fucked. Anyway, but something I do love is clueless. And it's look, it's yeah. It's dated really badly. But Adam, you're so right when it's and I know this sounds like a big femo mm. thing, but it is like a female writer, female director. The, those yeah. films that we have done on this podcast, have dated so fucking well. Well, it's because, like, even that scene where Cher, the, as played by Alicia Silverstone, is... Who is the mum in the babysitter? <laughs> is she? Oh, oh that's so great. New, yep. um, where she's held that's at cool. gunpoint and, you know, there is that moment <laughs> of, like, you know, sexual threat and it's kind of terrifying. Mm. Um, but, you know, the no means no in that scene and it's like, it's... Yeah. There's yeah. there's no sense of when she keeps saying no to Elton that she's going to mm. just eventually go, oh, all right. <laughs> Which happens so much yeah. in these older films. It's like no means, well, a begrudging yes. And it's like, no, no, no. No means no yeah. yet. And that's that's the end of that that exchange. Isn't, isn't it terrible, though, that our bar is so low mm. that a guy that stops... After she said no for several times, <laughs> like you know that we like. Oh, it's so great! He only tried to get what he wanted without moving <laughs> into it, and then he said, it's, "That's best case it's, scenario." Like, I really loved. I really loved this film. There were bits that I was like, bits where I was going, "What the fuck is this movie?" Like, I just so couldn't get weird. my head around mm. some parts of it. Yeah, loved um, Alicia Silverstone. Mm. Thought she was really great. Brittany Murphy's really great, and it made yeah. me sad to think that she died. Like, because she felt really sad. and she puts on a really good ghetto, like you know kind of Brooklyn-ish voice. Is that how she talks? You talk? know, like yeah, she's she was, very she was... like, don't even, don't even go there, Shia. 
don't even like she does that and she's really good sorry yeah um, and Paul Rudd is one of my favorite <gasps> comic actors, <sighs> but how, like how they managed to make Paul Rudd creepy? Like, oh yeah, the, the thing that the thing that I am so surprised about mm. is that he is the oldest stepbrother mm. of Cher, mm. and her dad is trying to get them together, or is happy that they're getting together. Mm. But he looks so much older than her, and I like I went to the Wikipedia page, so she is. How old is she? 16, 17? So in the film, she's 15 mm. because there's a moment where That's right. she goes, uh, Ty, when are you 16? I'll be 16 in, in May. Well, I'm 16 in April and as an old person, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. She's yeah, yeah. 15. And Paul Rudd is is in real life 25 years oh. old in this film. And like, I, I it's like the Indiana Jones movie that people didn't notice when it came out that that when um, Indiana and the heroine meet up again, mm-hmm. she slaps him across the face and says, um, "I was a child," and he says, "You knew what oh. you were doing." And that is, their, that is their first interaction. So I don't even so remember. So working that. it out, I think she must have been fifteen and he was in his early twenties. But like, what? I've talked talked about that on other podcasts and stuff, and people are like, "You've watched <laughs> the film for me." It's like, but it was always there. It was always it was there. Always there. I don't but remember. This, so this, like I go, I love Paul Rudd and he's such a great actor, but there's just moments where like you see his really hairy man arm and you're like, oh, he's very old. Not someone who should be yeah. going out with a teenager. And how weird it looks at the end of the film when he's hanging out with the boys, like he's hanging out with the, the other teenage boys. I was like, but why does it look weirder to me, mm. a man hanging out with boys, mm. than it does a man hanging out with a girl? Like mm. still even the discomfort I felt with Cher, I was still like, oh, no, it's even weirder. It's, it's Matthew McConaughey and Dazed and Confused. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but at least he's a creep. No, I know. <laughs> like they had acknowledged. But she, so she, Alicia Silverstone was 19 when in they made life. this film. Um, and then he was 25. And then I think in the film, she's supposed to be 15. He's supposed to be like 19 because he's a freshman yeah. at college. But still, a 15-year-old, any guy, when I was at high school, man, any 19-year-old guy that got with a 14, 15-year-old girl was always like, well, at the time we were like, man, that's so cool. But now I'm like, you fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah, it's well, a toolie. Thing, right? So when I was 15, <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I was 15, I used to go to youth group at church because I was kind of like ready my people that had mm. to hang out with you. Um, and we <laughs> had like a gathering gathering with another youth group mm-hmm. and there was a 19 year old called tim and tim took a fancy oh. to me and i to him and so he was my boyfriend but my parents wouldn't let me off the front step of the house and at the time i was like oh they're so mean but now i'm like oh fuck no yeah why is yeah. a 19 year old man interested in a 15 year old girl? this is how naive i was we were on the front step and he was kissing me good night <gasps> and he had his hand on the side oh. of my boob and my thought was oh how embarrassing he doesn't realize he's touching <laughs> my boob that's Oh my god! That is how that naive is... I was. I was like, "Oh, he'll be oh. mortified if he realizes he's no, touching my boob." No, that is so sweet. Cal. What a oh, what a sweetie oh, he must be pie! So he realizes it's got his thumb oh on it. Oh my god! Oh. What a sweet little thing you were. Like, oh, oh, clutching your pearls. Oh, no. I remember oh, the first embarrassing. time I my touched boob just went over onto his hand. <laughs> just, oh, I can't control those I things. I, I need 16. a kind of bra. <laughs> Fucking the fifteen-year-old side boob is happening. Oh, gross! Battling with huskies, yes. it goes off on its own. I remember the first time I touched, uh, I felt a penis, 
like through jeans. Oh. And I, yeah, I reckon I was 16 because I didn't have sex till like, uh, like nearly 19. And I, all that stuff I waited till I was like 17, like it was really late. Um, uh, which I'm really thankful that I was one of those girls who was like terrified. Uh, or maybe just a closet lesbian, who knows. Uh, you are taking your I time I had with this, that. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? I was like, because everyone else was kind of doing it, but I was not the peer group pressure. Yeah. Uh, I'd read too many Dolly Doctors to like be forced into anything. Uh, and I remember there was a guy that uh, I was, and I, like we kind of think we dated for like a year or whatever, and I was 16. I remember like just making out with him and I put my hand on his like waist yeah. and I felt something rock hard. Oh. And I never thought it was uh. his dick. Like I was like, oh, his wallet's really tough. <laughs> and then or something like, I was like, that's his bone. Is that his hip bone? Like I what remember. Is what is this bone? <laughs> right? And then after on he too? left. <laughs> what? Is that? Has he got a zucchini? What the <laughs> fuck? Well, he's a weirdo. I mean, look, he likes R.E.M. and zucchinis. Whatever. Um, <laughs> and then... After he left, because um, I think, you know, some boys come over and the girls are having a sleepover or whatever and the boys are leaving at like midnight and the parents are all there or whatever. And I remember saying to my friend like going, I felt something, I think I he's really bony and she was like, we're talking about it. And we're, I was like, that realisation? I was like, I think I said she's penis. And she's like, you definitely did. Like, oh, my God, I didn't mean to. And just like the no idea, like you just imagine like the hand on like just like, ooh, like patting it. Yeah. Like yeah. I, was, I was drying my hands or something, <laughs> not knowing. My other my other really vivid memory is um, watching Faye Weldon's Life and Loves for yes. She-Devil. It had um, <gasps> Tom Baker, who was one of the Doctor Who's, as like the mm. kind of a creepy priest. male lead in it. Creepy priest. And there's a sex scene with him in it. Mm. And it was it must have been about 17 at the time. It wasn't until I saw that scene with his little ass going up and down, which was, t- I, I don't want to see Doctor Who's ass, mm. that I realised that that's what men did during sex. Because I had this thing in my head of like, I know what the, I know what the anatomy is, yeah. but I just figured it, the penis kind of went in and out like a <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise it was so much body movement, but I just figured that, oh, well, the part that needs to go yeah, in and no, squeeze it in and out by itself. it's not independent. <laughs> oh, I've, I've worked that out now. Gross. That's all. That's also gross. Um, speaking of sex, so they talk about Cher being a, a virgin. Yes, in this she's film. saving herself for Luke Perry. For Luke Perry. Another RIP. Oh, but then the other one was like, like Ty was like, so she's 15 and already had sex and talking about sex like she fucking been nailing yeah, it for years. Yeah, she's been very busy, Ty. Which is and her very, old very concerning. Like, so that's... And then there's hmm. D as well. D, D's like, there's a great, oh, is it a great line? I'm not sure whether it's a great line hmm. or not, but um, something about, uh, where I wrote it down. After getting off the freeway, D's virginity went from 10 to She's getting it on with the guy. So she's the obviously yeah. doing everything but um, opening the front door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bit of hand around the back garden. And, uh, yeah. No, come through. Yeah. Handful, yeah. mouthful, and uh, maybe later we'll discuss. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one. Just I, I couldn't help myself. I kept writing down things that I found creepy. Uh, we are at one stage, Paul Rudd's character, who I, I – what is his name? Is it Steve? What's he called? Oh, oh I, will, I will find Paul, this. I will Paul find Rudd. this. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Paul Rudd. Um, young Paul Rudd. Say something about the difference Josh. between high school and college Josh. girls. Yeah. Josh, that's right. 
um, the difference between high school and college girls. And all I can think of is their age. <laughs> the difference between high school and college girls is their age. Oh. Yeah. That's so gross. Um, but, um, I mean, Paul Rudd. He this was this film was done in uh, nineteen okay, no, oh my god ninety five. Yeah, okay. So it was twenty five years ago. Yeah, he is still so fucking handsome. Yeah, I don't. I think he stopped at this <laughs> film. I think like in terms of aging, he was just like oh, I'm well, actually, definitely Josh. He was twenty six when this film was made. Well, twenty five, twenty six. So he's fifty one. Yeah. He's holding now, it together really well. The fuck. There is a picture somewhere that is growing old oh. with his face on it. It's like a disgusting apple <laughs> somewhere. It's me. It's, it's a picture like... of me in his attic. <laughs> <laughs> but like But so many so many great lines in it oh. as well. Like the, yeah. the, like there's a when they go to the party and she says, Let's do a lap before we can get to a location. <laughs> oh, I love that. Lines. I love I little love simple that. jokes That's... like um this chair that was a stop sign. I totally paused. <laughs> She's talking about when she's got a, a crush on Christian. Oh my god, guy. so um, cute! And she says, she says he does dress better than me. What? <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Also, like the futuristic oh, yeah. idea that it was you had to be really rich to have a computer that would categorize all of your clothes and have yes. them spin oh. around like you've got a dry cleaner's, <laughs> like yeah. a sushi train. Of- <laughs> Excessive. And the mobile phone business, um, like when they're talking to each other and then they just continue the conversation because they bumped into each other in the corridor. And that was considered yeah. <laughs> yeah. a hilarious joke back in the day because no one but rich kids had <laughs> <Yeah>. mobile phones. <laughs> Do you prefer fashion victim or assembly challenged is the line. <laughs> she doesn't know how to put her ensemble on properly. Um, also, what what has dated well is okay. So he's kind of a bald. Kind of a bald. Which is one. okay. So he's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, this is like ninety five. So we're talking Alec Baldwin Beetlejuice. Yeah. Which is. Oh, I just... watched it again a couple of years ago and was like, "Holy shit, that's Alec Baldwin!" Yeah. He was like the young, he was, hot guy. He was hot. very hot. He Where used to I? be in he, and even Knots Landing. Oh. He was like a deranged yeah. priest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was ha- having a relationship with, I think, Nicolette Sheridan's character. Like, oh, <laughs> was, there was some weirdness going on. I watched Beetlejuice a few weeks ago. This I'm watching a lot of TV, and it's it's so good still. Like, hundred oh, percent. We should watch that with. Can you watch that with Digby, please? Because yeah. I really think uh, Catherine O'Hara. She's is always amazing. Th- that there is a line in that film that I take with me every day, which is when um, they're redoing the house. And um, she goes, Charles, if you don't let me redo this house, I will go insane and I will take you with me. (laughs) That every day I'm like, I have that, you know, everything else is fucked. But I have that, like, just like, I will take you with me. Like that is, and the whole film, everything about the film, it's like, it hasn't aged poor, like it hasn't aged badly at all. It's fantastic. Yeah. Like I really think I, I think he would love it. Oh God, it's so. I watched good. the I watched the Tim Burton <laughs> Batman the other day with uh, Michael Keaton, which oh, I okay. still love. It's still fun. Okay, yeah, I fucking quoted that movie to someone the other day, <laughs> and in in such a way that they said something to me, and they didn't think I 
like I'm a fucking savant when it comes yeah. to that stuff. Like um, they said something to me like as a joke. They were like, oh, have you danced with the devil? And I said, in the pain of the <laughs> Like, oh, boom. And they were like, fuck, how did you know that? I'm like, please. I could have been a doctor with my fucking memory. But I'm... <laughs> TV shows and quoting. God damn it. I would be a terrible date. Could you imagine? Oh, my God. So bad. But, yeah, he's, I mean, Paul Rudd, I can't, he's gorgeous in this film. He's yeah. adorable. He's so handsome. You kind of you kind of overlook how creepy it is because he's the only viable option mm. for her. Like, yeah. all of the other men around her are abominable. Like, they're all terrible. Yeah. yeah. All gay. gay. There's, there's oh, gay, yeah. there's creepy stalker that just leaves her on the side of the road after she says no. I really love, <laughs> yeah. I really love though, how they um, played the gay, like, card with in this film. Like, I feel like that was in, like, 95, there's not a lot of um, representation of, you know, you're in high school and there's a guy who's kind of, you know, he, he knew he was gay. I feel like there's not... I feel like this was a good opportunity for this film to kind of put that out there that, yeah. you know, like for young girls, if you come across a guy like this, they could, po- you know, if he's dressed, you know, Billy Holiday, I love him. <laughs> <laughs> and my other line that I love is um, she's a, she's a full on Monet. It's like a painting. See far away. It's okay. But up close, it's a big old mess. <laughs> She's got such a weird, um, yeah. Go for it. Uh, so what was it like for you, Adam, watching that at mm. the time as a young gay man? Yeah. It, what do you mean a um, young gay man? I would have been 30. <laughs> 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 I'm nearly 50. <laughs> it's like yeah, poor run. You? So are yeah, you nearly 50? 50 in January. <gasps> I'm yeah, older I know. than you. I'll be yeah. 50 in October. This is, this really? is just like Cher. <laughs> yeah, I know, Grandma. <laughs> And as someone more wise, let me tell you. You're going to be 51? Yeah, that's – what's that? You're going to be 51? No, 50. We're both going to be 50. 50, but in October. So in like four months, you're going to be 50. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? skin is amazing. Are you – is there a (laughs) – I know. You fuck. She runs in a full (laughs) – a full burger. Yeah. I'm in one of those white um, chemical suits, but I've just got a moisturiser and I'm inside. Asmat suit Again, full of dove. There is a <laughs> moisturiser. There is a. Oh, man, what a book title. Oh, boy. And it has suit full of dove. There is a painting of Cal Wilson looking 170. Again, in an attic somewhere growing older. I love, I love that we've got lots of literary 50. references That's going crazy. on. That's amazing. Bloody no, just, hell, 50, hell? just 50. Just 50. <laughs> Stop just adding 50. on in a year. I kept getting, I no, got so sorry. many texts from um, when Hoovian started up this year. Like, I wasn't doing it, but everyone was uh, like doing the show the week that my birthday of my birthday. So I kept getting these texts like from like <laughs> Rove and Bajo and Deegan. And like, someone had obviously gone into the office and say, Oh, it's Adam's birthday today. He's 50. <laughs> and I'm like, No, next year. I'm 49. <laughs> Well, last year, for my last birthday, Digby chose a card. And so it was this massive card. It had uh, embossed in gold on the front. It mm. had 50. And underneath, he'd almost. <laughs> and then on the inside, on the inside, he wrote, I hope this next year goes really slowly because half a century. Wow. Oh. That's 
so That cute. is classic. How old how old is he? Ten? He's eleven. Eleven. He's so 11. he would have been yep. ten like like so but that's yeah. that's a um the perfect like kid with a sense of humour. Like, hey yeah. mum, you're really old. Yeah <laughs> Like that's beautiful. Yeah. Cause that's something I definitely did as a kid. Like I would definitely buy yeah. Like dad, a four-year-old card and put the zero in. Yeah. Because I'm like, look, it's fucking, it's Spider-Man. How funny is that, Batman? Huh? Like that's yeah, a, yeah. that's beautiful. He's gonna love Beetlejuice. My mum, <laughs> my mum still talks about how when she was about to turn forty, I'd come into her bed in the morning and tell her how many days it oh, was man. till she was forty. Oh. Like, apparently, apparently, I did it for like twelve <laughs> days before it happened. Oh man, no wonder they sent you to church. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to church camp. Yeah, she might get touched up. Yeah. <laughs> That'll serve oh. her right. Yes, we seem to be religious. <laughs> on the side of the boom. We're religious all of a sudden. Very all of a sudden. Yes, God, Buddha, whoever. Just religious. Oh. Go, 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 go. Off you go. Off you go. Um, so did you like the film, Cal? I did. I felt like I felt there were things that there was like a couple of insults that I was like, oh, yeah, that's that feels really mm. jarring that they're using mm. language that mm. you just don't use now. Um, but Cher was... There was much more um, intelligence and integrity in her than I was expecting. I think, like, yeah. even though she's incredibly entitled, mm. that she's also got a really great heart, and she's not, she's not um, a figure of fun. It's like, it, yeah, it just it just had more heart than I was kind of expecting I th- it. Which, which is again, maybe that's the female director I think, thing, Penny mm. Marshall. I know it's Amy Heckling like, this one, um, but yeah, I think uh, part of that also is Jane Austen. Like, it's based on. A Jane Austen yeah. novel, and her characters always start off seeming like the most vapid idiots on the face of the earth. Yeah, and then as the novel goes on, you're like, "Oh, you're actually really sweet, and I want you to find love." Yeah, like you know, but yeah. you do start off yeah. going, "You're an annoying idiot. <laughs> you don't deserve to be in love with anyone." <laughs> find love at fifteen? Oh God, can we yeah. just just take it take it down a notch? Like why? Why? Look, it's based on Jane Austen. She was probably twelve in the book. <laughs> why are we so obsessed? Like why are we so obsessed with fifteen-year-olds? Because a lot of the films that we talk about that are set in high school, everyone's fifteen, sixteen, yeah, and yeah. there's obsession with. Like when I was fifteen, I was putting blackface on and doing a walk of Stedford. That's also you know, not okay, Cal. Yeah, well, boys. I I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about There's boys. Also, consent I was issues about going on. How there. to make a statement? <laughs> Making a statement against killing animals in Africa. <laughs> Idiot. Um, how great would it be to see a sequel to this? Mm? Uh, now, like twenty-five years later, <sighs> and they've stayed together I, the whole time. I kind of, you know, I don't know if you guys have followed the um, television adventures of Reese with a spoon. Uh, <laughs> But the character she plays in Big Little Lies and also in, what's the one with Kerry Washington and the fire? Um, Little fires everywhere or something. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I'm convinced that that is Tracy Flick from Election. (laughs) Yeah, right. That makes sense. And I mean, that feels like I'm saying that Reese Witherspoon has no range. But I just feel like maybe Reese Witherspoon is really good at one type of character. Yeah, yeah, but there's lots of people like that that we that you mm. go. Oh, I'm glad they're in this movie. I don't expect anything yeah. more from them than I yeah. normally get. Well, that's yes. that's my <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow problem because she. But I, on the other thing where I'm like, I, 
there's nothing that she's done that has been out of the ordinary. Like <gasps> Gwyneth Paltrow's. No. I thought the talented Mr. Ripley she was amazing in. I feel That's a long time ago. I feel I watched that recently, and I feel like anyone could have done that. Role. Have you like, watched there are certain Iron roles. Man? She is like concrete, grounding that film. No, Amazing. Yeah. And that the and the um, no Avengers. I, Avengers oh. Endgame, which we've just watched, and I won't spoil, but mm. she made she's me amazing. cry. She made me cry, and she's so really? full of compassion and love in one scene. Okay. There's this one scene where you just I don't, I'm, okay. I didn't want to love amazing. Gwyneth either, but I came around. I, yeah, she's so I want to love her because she sells candles that smell like her vagina, <laughs> and I support <laughs> any no. woman who does that. Like, whatever, Do man. You, <laughs> you want to grab me while I'm jogging? I'm going to make candles that smell like my butt hole. As a punishment oh, to I'm the gonna, race of people, everyone. I'm going to get encourage women to put porous uh, stone eggs into their <laughs> vagina, which is very unwise. But just it's crazy, just and it's only four thousand dollars. I mean, yeah, like I know, but I just I I want to feel what you're feeling, where I feel like that that compassion and that thing. I feel like there are so many actresses that can do that, but there's only so, like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron mm-hmm. Man, you know. Like he's and even like Jojo Rabbit, I feel like Scarlett Johansson was so She's good really as that mum. She's beautiful. I seen it yet. Oh, 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 oh! I mean, I know, I know, oh. I know. Right, leaving myself down badly. There's ca- there's characters where I'm like built for it. Like I don't know. Like there's something about Alicia Silverstone in this film where her her lips, when she talks, it's almost like she's had a stroke. <laughs> where her lips are like. Really, it's like she, I know she hadn't, but it was like she just got Botox or fillers in her lips because she's like, especially when you watch her when she when he goes, Cher, what do you call that? A dress. You, Says who? Calvin Klein. <laughs> like she has Do you know my theory on that? Thing, but I feel like it's born, this film. She is this I th- film. I, f- Sorry, I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, someone who had a lot of trouble with their braces for much of their life. Yeah, okay. And so yeah. had to just still, keep yes. their lips away because kept, they kept getting cuts. Right. I keep getting yep. cuts from my races, so now I, I just pout right. all the time. Oh, man. I'm... <laughs> mm. Yeah. Well, I still I still do this. I know it's a visual medium, but I still do this a lot, which is a, a braces oh, thing, where, of the, brace thing. Where, where I push my... The lacquer band? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because saliva would get caught in your teeth, uh, like in between yeah. the, bra- in the braces and the teeth, so I would like... Do this thing with my lip and my tongue. I still do it now because I brace. See, I was, we were poor. I never had them. Yeah, <laughs> well, I had them. I had them, but I, I had an operation on my oh. mouth first, and then I had to wear a plate for a year before I had a, um, <gasps> braces. But I had so many finger infections from putting the the elastic bands in and spiking oh. myself on the back of the braces. Oh. So I could just prick my finger all the time. Oh. Um, and the worst thing that my braces did for me was we were getting changed for PE ones, and oh, no. I was. Like oh. such a late developer. Oh, um, Cal, I'm already sad for the story. Yeah. So, so it was like the last person to get a bra, and it's like two oh. classes worth. No of wonder you thought your change. boobs were trying so to get I'm into people's to... hands. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't touching your um, boob. Maybe he was touching your back. Uh, a rib. He just had a hold of my rib. Just a rib. Um, I honestly Sorry. had a mammogram once, and the doctor went, "Oh, I found a lump. Oh no, it's your rib." Oh. Like. Guys, horrible. Anyway, sorry. so um, so I'm trying to get into my t-shirt without kind of revealing too much of my little mm. pigeon chest, and I bitch the end of the t-shirt. You know, you hop to you put it in your mouth and then you slide your arms through mm. the armholes, and it got caught on my braces and I couldn't oh. get it out. And so I'm standing there with no top on, oh. fighting my own face, just oh. trying to rip no. it out. And eventually, I had to 
once attention had been attracted oh. by other girls, like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> uh, and then I just had to rip a hole in the back of my T-shirt and go and get my braces fixed because I'd is, pulled them out of alignment. That is a horrible, horrible... That's yeah. not okay. Like, I feel like high school yeah. was so mean. I remember having to do swimming um, and I, me and another girl, we created a bond where we, like, would get out of the pool, like, 30 seconds before... He said, you can go, you can leave yeah. now. Like, and we would run, no running, to the one, because the, like, there was like four cubicles and me and her, yeah. like, well, like one of us get the cubicle so that we could get changed with our backs to each other and not get changed in front of people. Because that, uh. I was, and I was an early developer, like boobs, yeah. period, year seven, like it was all there. And I just was mortified by it all. Like, yeah, <laughs> freaked yeah. me out. So, so we, we had the like opposite ends of the spectrum of <laughs> development. I just wore oh, jeans to class all the time. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you bloody. Forgot my bathers. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> forgot. Um, I remember in the change rooms, a girl standing up you know, with Andrea or something going, okay, so hands up who's had their oh. period already. And like no. everyone would put their hands up. It would be like. Oh. <laughs> That's so mean. Yeah. It's so mean, I still haven't also, had mine. So when does it come on? <laughs> we'll have a chat after. You're done. You're done, oh. mate. So, Alicia Silverstone, haven't seen her in years. And as I kind of uh, uh, said a little bit before, is the mum in the new Babysitters Club show yeah. on Netflix, which I watched. Of course already. you did. I've watched everything. Um, and I, because I had to watch it because Babysitters Club was such a big part of my fucking life. And, um, and they, they have made it so, I, I was thinking about this because you were saying Clueless as a mm. sequel, um, because they've made it true to the book, but have adapted right. it in a way that it still makes sense here where they have phones and they can text each other, but they still use a landline for the calls. And there's, um, there's one particular episode where... Oh, there's one, I think it's like a book number four, Marianne Saves the Day, where she's babysitting a kid and the kid gets a fever and she calls the paramedics, whatever, blah, blah, blah. In that episode, that kid is a trans a, tra- a trans child. Oh. Right? So there's a moment where the doctors are like, okay, little boy, you'll be out soon, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, Marianne, 12, year old, tw- 12 years old, can I speak to you for a moment? And they walk out and she's like, just letting you know, Bailey is a she. So you will always address her as a girl. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. 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 They snuck a little trans story in there. I'm like, this How is so great. good. It was great. It's great. Like, and also written, directed by women. Like every episode. I think there's a guy yeah. here or there, but it's all Have women Have you seen um, the Mindy Kaling show, uh, Never Have I Ever? Which no. she's not in. No. She's Good. just written it. It is adorable. It is teens at school, again, always wanting to have sex. Um, but at least with age-appropriate people still in the same school. Uh- yep. <laughs> um, I will also say, I, f- I feel like both of you will appreciate this. There is a show on, I think it's still on Stan, called Pen Pen 15. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like but Penis. But if you write it out, called Penis. Oh, uh, yeah. A hundred percent. Please watch it. It is. Is that the one with the two women in their twenties being teenagers? Yes. I tried oh, and I couldn't. Because they're too old. Oh, I'm... I couldn't get past them. They look too old. I couldn't oh. get past that. It was that. Yeah. Oh. I was just like, no, I'm <laughs> really? I just. Yeah. Because they're such idiots. <laughs> oh, I just yeah, love. Still. Yeah. 
Yeah, I still, it didn't quite work. Really? But then I was really wrong about Shit's Creek as well. Oh. I was like, oh, I hate it. And then went back and was like, oh, I, I've, I'm saving the last episodes because oh. I don't want it to finish. Oh, really? I don't want to say goodbye. David, ouch, David. David, ouch. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Hey, Catherine O'Hara. Mate, just Catherine O'Hara. Off the chain. There's a, She's so gorgeous. There, there's a, uh, someone made a video of all the times that she says baby in the yeah, show, yeah. but she says baby, baby. baby. Alexis, you've got a stroke, the baby, like just baby, yeah. and her wigs, and then even like the wigs thing was like one of was something she brought to the character, where she's like, I just want to do different, and then they were doing her makeup, and she was just doing the character as a joke, like just talking like that to the makeup <laughs> woman, and just killing, just has no idea how fucking great she is. She's so good, and I just yeah yeah she's so great. Anyway, have you have you seen Best in oh. Show? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But when she sings a song about terriers, like <laughs> God loves a terrier, the smaller the merrier, whatever. It's so she's so I love great. her. I love her. Yeah. Um, we have to wrap up, but very, very uh. quickly, Hamilton. <gasps> Adam, are you into Hamilton? I've listened to the soundtrack. I still haven't watched the uh, mm, the Disney version yet. I, I mean, I, oh, man, I that last two songs. Bawling yeah, my yeah. eyes out. Because we listen to it in the car. We've been listening to it in the car for like two mm. and a half years. Oh. And Digby loves it. But there's certain songs that he doesn't like. So we yeah. don't listen to those songs. Including the... Um, Skylar. Who lives, who dies, who tells your story. Oh. And also the um, the sad ones we'd fill it, die. <laughs> before we it. Uh, and... Under um, <laughs> And the... And the um, I hate, that's the one song I can't stand. The count, those, that counting yeah. song. Doesn't, boop, doesn't do boop, it. Boop, boop, um, boop. Uh, the, what's the song? Oh, where the, the can't say no to this. That, that no song. No to this. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. But there's also a really fantastic piece of stand-up that Catherine Ryan does where she takes that song <laughs> apart. Yeah. It's so funny. It is so great. Okay. I'm going to watch it. I'll text you the link because yeah. it's really – like I love Hamilton, but I also really love that song. Oh, uh, yeah. I felt – you know, she's, she's saying, oh, you know, he's saying um, – Tell me how to say no to this. She didn't ask you a question. <laughs> she didn't ask so you great. a question. Um, very Catherine Ryan. I um, I feel like the part there was the songs in Hamilton. I kind of always kind of skipped because I never really. But then yep. watching them, like Satisfied, was never a, like I was always into it, but not really. But watching yep. Satisfied, like that whole yeah. and what like you know to the groom to the bride. And yeah, then yeah. also all the stuff with Washington, the um, um, not history has its eye on us, but the one that he sings after he um, retires. Yeah, um, is it the one that my my false teeth are made out of wood? <laughs> Apparently, his false teeth were made out of teeth. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I have yes. heard. Um, I it's teeth. it's the one. Um, um, that's the one that vine mm, and fig tree. Is that the one we? The Sit world, your... uh, no, uh, blow us all away. Sorry, I, I just, um, uh, it's coming. It's ca- uh, best. Uh, oh God, <laughs> it's the one. It's the guy when um, what's his name sings it. The other Christopher Jackson. One last time. One last oh, yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, that anything he. I never really kind of know everything he sings in it. I'm like, oh my God, love him. But yeah, oh, yeah. just it was really good. Unfortunately, I was I was watching it with people who were like, "It's good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. We love it. We it's all good. Um, I'm like, yeah, don't. We I don't. It's the best thing ever. 
Yeah. We were all excited about it. Um, and then Chris was more into it than he thought he would be. Mm. And Digby's kind of like, I've seen it now. I, I no longer want to see the stage uh. show. And I'm like, you'll see the stage <laughs> show, man. Because I just... We... I w- w- must love it. I, I have already laid the groundwork with Celia. Sometimes she gets stuff. You know, sometimes she can mm-hmm. – I, I know for Harry Potter that was a very thing that she mm. loved and she was like – she never asks for anything. She never uses her, you know, winning Dancing with the yes. Stars for her favour ever. But I know that Potter was the one thing she said to her management, look, if there's a chance, please – I really want to see this if there's a chance, but don't make me look like a dickhead. Like she's very like yeah. sit back and she was able to get two tickets yeah. and then I went with her and it was one of the best things it's I've ever so seen. Good. I have laid it's it's oh. unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's That's brilliant. One of the things that I, I feel really sad about oh. is that we didn't get a chance oh, mate, to see it. I mean I'm, I know it will come back, but yeah. I was just like, it's, oh, I think it's like really a whole he would, weekend. Like it's a long yeah. slog. It's like five hours. He of would theater. love it. <laughs> And I'm not even a Harry Potter person. I still understood it. But we just did it in the one day and made it like, you know, like it was, I don't know, like. You uh, did the matinee 130. and then you did the nighttime Yeah. Yeah. 1.30, went and got something to eat, got a drink and then came back for the night one. And I, it was breathtaking how it's good so, it was. It's just and I feel really good stagecraft. Like it's just lots really of really amazing. theatrical yeah. craft. She has, I know that JK Rowling is JK now, but like there, she, you know that she went through it and went, I don't want the audience to ever know how we're doing anything. So yeah. there's so many pieces of like, I don't know, like flying or magic stuff where yeah. you're like, how the fuck? Like, so it's really, yeah. gar- there's gasping in the audience multiple times because you're like, oh, this is amazing. amazing. And I've, I've, I've said to Celia, if there's a chance you could ever put your, through anything to get tickets for Hamilton because I know it'll be so hard for me. Please. Plus it's in Sydney. Because I just... And you yeah. guys are locked in Melbourne until yeah. 2024. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't want to be. It's really... You can't oh, be trusted God. not to go to KFC. This is the problem. <laughs> it does no. feel weird. It feels yeah. much weirder now that we are in lockdown without the rest of the country. Like It, really yeah. feels, it feels like, like, you know, when there was like one um, asshole in your class and it's like, well, everyone has to stay back until someone, you know, owns yeah, up yeah. to it. And I, it's like... This one... Yeah, that's fine. I was we'll ready. Like I was... We were going out for dinner. Like we started going out for dinner and we were still really careful. Like we weren't having, you know, like there was... We have neighbours... Um, so Nicolette Minster and Nick Collar live up the road from us. Yeah. So, you know, they came over for dinner. It was, I was only really conversing with them. Me and Seals, just before the lockdown, the week before, we just happened to go to Venus Bay and see Geraldine and mm. Kath. So we kind of, we only have a certain select few of people that we were seeing and I was still doing the podcast remotely. Yeah. So I was still being really careful and I think other people just weren't. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. disappointed because I'm like, but I want to get a massage. I want to get, I'd never got my feet done. Like the stuff I wanted to do. And now we're probably going to go stage four, which is like yeah. I have to like really cook I don't cook understand food. stage four. Like I can't even comprehend yeah. it. Yeah. I, it's it's yeah. just, yeah. It's just, it's but, staying but fucking. The mm. thing that I've noticed, because obviously I've been keeping a close eye mm. on New Zealand, mm. is that Jacinda Ardern's mm. messaging has been so clear, like yep. right from the first yeah. moment. Yep. This is what stage two is, stage three, stage four. Stay in your bubble. Like she had all these great kind of 
catchphrases and stuff and everybody was really really clear about what everything meant mm. but now here's us going what is stage four we're like we've mm. been through one lockdown and we still don't entirely know what's allowed like are we still allowed to go out for jigsaw puzzles this time or is that, jigsaw is puzzles. that off the table you know because scott morrison made a big thing about his wife having to go out and get the girls a jigsaw puzzles like are we, are we still allowed to do that and hairdressers are still well, open like yeah. Kmart and that target was still open during stage three like i went to the shops and bought some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that, like, everything else needs to close. Like, yeah. it, like there's still shopping centres that have, you know, like, cotton on and, and, and fucking yeah. just jeans or whatever. You've got to close in between, them. In the between times, I went to a bookshop at High Point mm. um, and I was talking to the women there. I was like, hey, you know, hey, you, were you open all the time? They're like, no, no, we've just reopened. And they were talking about how it was a – I think it was a Wednesday or something. They're like, it was like Christmas oh. yesterday. Like, like – the 23rd of December, everyone was just yeah. so packed in. And she goes, there were queues outside the shoe shop. And I was like, I can't think of anything worse right now than mm. putting my foot in a shoe that someone yeah. else might have worn. Like, I just... Oh, gross. The stuff that now feels gross. Or like, oh, don't touch a banister or don't... Like, I've, 100%. I wonder how long this will last with us, whether we will take this on from yeah. I think that we're I think there'll be people things. who do... And as we've seen with this, there are, will be people who just go, it's not real. It's, I can still have a party because yeah, it's not invisible. real. It's not a real thing. I was at, um, yeah. I was at Ikea and I was very specific with what I had to get. And I don't want to stay in Ikea any longer no than I need does. to. So I was like, <laughs> it's horrible. It's horrible. And I went early, like Saturday, 10 a.m. Oh no, Saturday, 10 a.m. That is peak couples fighting time really? yeah oh that is like why did you do that <laughs> i want the smogger you've got to get the lagen why you didn't you measure it before we left yeah. <laughs> i've never liked your mother <laughs> buy your own house it was, it was kind of okay and then about 10 45 i was like where did all these people come from but what what and this was um, this was towards the end of our first lockdown, just as like, hey, you can have five people over kind of thing. Yeah. So it was still pretty, you know, no mask, but I still wasn't touching anything. And I can't believe like I'm, I like pick something up and a woman just like, like no, no spatial awareness. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, are you right? And she's like, oh, I'm going to get this thing over here. Like, what is wrong with you? And families. Yeah families multiple yeah, kids yeah, yeah. and, the kids and i'm just looking at them wild. going what they run wild i'm like what is fucking wrong with you that both mum and dad are out why are mum and dad yeah. out dad goes mum goes and they stay home with the kids and then one of them was like three kids um and can i just say a white family um <laughs> because people love to fucking shit on you know other people but i'll say there's a white mm. family where the kid pretended to cough at the at his brother and kept them going <laughs> at his brother and his dad grabbed him and went, you can't fucking do that here. You can't. And got mad at him. I'm like, what are you? The kid looks like he was seven. Stay home. What The kid obviously is having yeah, a joke. Yeah. He doesn't know that what that is and he's just being a silly kid and he's allowed to be. But you should have stayed at home, you dickhead. Yeah. That made me mad. Yeah, just the yeah. amount of people at so, IKEA yeah, was crazy, and people not buying anything. People strolling and just like browsing. looking, browsing. I thought we weren't supposed to be browsing, and no one was standing at but the front door. But of that's IKEA what Cal was counting saying. How many the messaging through. has not been clear. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it, it's if the clear. shops open, you go, oh, maybe I can just go yeah. in there. I, it, it's well, hard to like. 
Yeah. Shut it all down because Sydney, you are oh, very I close can, behind us because it's been raining a lot. You can see it? No, I can. I can see <laughs> the virus <laughs> out my window. <laughs> Ew. We better wrap up, guys. <laughs> Sorry I've taken so much of your time. Why? No, this has been fun. This is, but I love chatting. You guys are so much fun to chat with. But oh, it's just it's just nice to talk to someone oh, who's not married. <laughs> tell me about it. I love you, honey. But yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Talk about that. I mean, we've done surprise. I think we've we've done surprisingly well. I think because we've just watched a lot of TV together. Oh. Like we've got now we've got our shit. Oh. We're watching. Oh, before you yeah, get no, to no, wrap yeah, up, yeah, yeah. we are finally, finally watching Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman's Making oh. It. So it's like MasterChef, but for crafts, and it's so great. <gasps> really? It's only six episodes. What's it on? Um, but uh, what is it? Binge, I think. Oh. I've been watching. I've been oh, watching Perry Mason on Binge, and I am fully obsessed. Uh. Is Binge good? Should I get Binge? I feel like I Do have, you have Telstra? television. Is your phone with Telstra? Oh. No, we have Netflix, Stan, no, Amazon, no, but your phone, Foxtel. your telephone. No, I'm with Oh, because I got like six months free on my Telstra on oh. the binge. Uh, there's a lot of TV. We've got so much. But I, I can't no, choose, but, so but I don't have to get a new one. So, oh, these are all new things. No, I'm going <laughs> to – well, I might get it. I'm going to – making it. Okay, I just Googled it. It's on Foxtel Go. Perfect. Oh, well, that's I'll binge. Oh, binge yeah, yeah, yeah. Foxtel. It's so, it's so, so funny. It's, yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny oh, I love and it. they're both so gorgeous and it's just really light and you can tell that they love each other oh. and whenever one of them makes a joke – it's the improv background is really yeah, clear because yeah. one will make a joke and the other one will back them up. Like it's such a great. Yes Speaking ended. of Nick Offerman, have you watched Devs? Yes. No, oh, what's that? It's really, that it's really I'm bleak, ready. but it's really out. good. And he's oh, amazing. No. That's also on the Foxtel and the binge. Okay, and it's, I'll watch that. I'd, we just watched um, and it's eight, epi- what, I think the, sorry, eight episodes. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. it's Alex Garland has written and directed it. So it's just like a really long film. So it's just oh, a singular right. okay, vision. Right. There's not going to be a series two. It's just those eight episodes. It's like a, it's like a British show. Like, okay. oh yeah, I don't have to commit to more than this. <gasps> have Have you ever watched Flowers? Speaking of no uh, British shows, so it's it's two seasons and it's got the perfect mm-hmm. arc from like that's you don't want any more than two seasons. But it's about this really depressed family. Is that like, Olivia Coleman? Miserable. Yeah. Yes, I love I've been it. watching The Crown. Um, Julian Barrett from Bush. Oh my God, I have the most embarrassing Julian Barrett story. (laughs) Well, think of that while you watch Flowers. It's so, it's very There it is. He he said hello to me in London one day and I was just like, yeah, hi. And I was like, who's saying hello to me in London? This is so weird. And like 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, it's Julian. (laughs) You fucking asshole. Yep. You fucking asshole. You radio asshole. Like, as if I weird? know anyone in London. This is just weird. Just some guys just gone high. And he's so handsome. Like, yeah. He's so handsome. Oh, and he's yeah. married to a very funny chick, Julie Davies, who Nighty Night. Nighty Night. Oh. Nighty Night oh, is one of the most amazing. underrated oh, shows ever. And I, so so Jez's um, partner is mm. Kath. So I can't help but always say, hi, Kath. <laughs> hi, Kath. <laughs> From 99, how you doing? Oh, love. Oh, you got, oh, no, you're the cancer's back, love. <laughs> like, I just love her. So we watched The Outsider. <gasps> I really uh, love that. What's, mm. what's The Outsider? I don't know. So The Outsider, the Outsider was a Stephen King mm. book, which they have made into, which normally Stephen King doesn't work. To, to film doesn't work. But I really feel like they have done a very good job and it has Ben Mendelsohn in it. Everyone cast in this film, his wife. Oh, Mari Winningham plays his wife, an yes. age appropriate wife yes. for an 
age appropriate oh, it's wine. Amazing. I, we had this. <laughs> I, this is one of the biggest things I said to Celia where oh. I'm, I was like, you don't understand. This is big. She was in St. Elmo's oh, yeah. she's Fire. So she's an actress that's been going forever. And she she's was, she was the Meredith's same age as him. in Grey's Anatomy. Uh. <laughs> oh, right. But it's great. She's amazing. But it's the scary. Julianne Nicholson, who's yeah. um, Justin, no, what's, is it? Jason Bateman's wife in it. She's yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. yep. Jason Bateman yeah. directed yeah. a couple of the episodes as well. Yeah, yeah it's oh, yeah. so the story is oh, that and um, Cynthia Erivo, uh, but, amazing, mate. Amazing. It's the casting is, but just the story. So, to very very quick analysis is that uh, a baseball coach. So he teaches like ten year olds to play mm. baseball. You know, coach, really family guy. Um, um, he is arrested because they one of his kids is found murdered and the, the baseball coach's DNA is all over the body. Right. So from there, we find all out. All sorts of weird stuff. All sorts of stuff. It feels like a gritty detective is. show and then it just goes. Right. Stephen, but Stephen King. King. <laughs> but it's Stephen oh, King. Right, right. So, so it starts off Broadchurch yes. and then goes somewhere else. Yes. It's great. So to not, to not give it away, you know, not give anything away, it's like he... There's, he has a job. I think they found, this is in the first episode where, you know, he had a job where he was away for the weekend and they have proof of him being away on the weekend that the kid was murdered, uh-huh. but his DNA is everywhere. So then, wow. yeah, so wow. Weird. it's And we were like, episode, like two episodes a night, we watched it and gripping and performances right. and just oh, like, Considine's oh, in fucking it. hell. Really good. Yeah, loved it. And then after that, we watched The Watchmen on Foxtel, the series really of it. Oh, yeah. Very fucking Great. good. Yeah, love it. Um, have you gotten to <gasps> me? We've been yes. watching yeah. that this week. Great. Oh, my God. We just got yeah. to the end of the first series How last night. Oh. How great I, I seriously Chris, reckon Christina Applegate legs. and uh, Thank Linda you. Cardellini are improvising yeah. a good 50% of their dialogue. Because, yeah. like, sometimes yeah. they'll just have these moments where you go, that wasn't written down. There's no way... Like this one bit yeah. where they're about to go through a doorway and she's got no, you go for it, no, you go for it. She goes, I'm not having a fucking fight with you over the doorway. <laughs> and I'm like, that is that is not made up. <laughs> Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate was nominated for a Golden Globe, I think, but not an Emmy. And she should have got she's an Emmy so because good. Oh, this role, she's so great. even like there was a moment in, I think, the first episode where she's like crying in a pillow. And on the yeah. toilet, like there is, she's incredible. So, she's but incredible also, in this just film. like the funny little moments, like Gary yeah. lost it when they had. Yeah. There's a scene where the there's like a one of the there's a kid sitting in a choir, and he cracks it with <laughs> everyone else for being off key. Like the choir is terrible. Like they cannot sing to save themselves. Yeah. And you see the woman conducting the choir, and she's got like a brace on her arm. <laughs> It's just like, oh yeah, kids can't sing, whatever. And then later on, she's like, yeah. oh, what happened to your arm? She goes, oh, I hit got by, I got hit by a bus. She goes, oh, and you just hurt your arm. That's 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 good. She goes, oh yeah, and I bruised my coccyx and I punctured a lung and I burst my eardrums. <laughs> and it's like, oh, of course you burst your eardrums. <laughs> that choir was terrible. <laughs> that's such a perfect little, you know, it's just yeah. little moments like that oh, that man. they just, oh, it's so good. The writing is so yeah. good. Just quickly. Tell me what film, because we're running out of films to watch in here, just quickly tell me what film should I be watching? For this podcast. For anything, anything. Just a film that I haven't seen that I should watch. Like what's something you've... you've also, my favourite film when I was in my early 20s and I still love it, mm-hmm. uh, Truly oh, Murder yeah. Deeply. 
That's hard Ellen work, Rickman. though. Oh, Juliet Stevenson. Beautiful. Okay, haven't seen it. I, we'll watch it. Okay. It's, there, yeah, I cried yeah. a lot in that. Okay, film, but it's, it's very so good. great. I watched. Um, I just recently watched Call Me by Your Name. Is that good? I haven't and seen that. It's a gay one, isn't oh. it? Guys, guys, I bawled my <laughs> eyes out. I can't. <laughs> To the point where Celia won't watch it now because she's like, I don't want to go through it anymore. <laughs> it was, but it wasn't traumatic. It was just, it is one of the most fucking beautifully made, perfect films. Like, I can't even tell you. On a scale how, of one to like, sense and sensibility. Oh, mate. <laughs> It's Titanic, man. No, Titanic's like, terrible. Just don't watch it with anyone else. Don't watch it with anyone else. Watch it on your own because it, it's about, you know, these young lovers. But it is filmed in a way that I just – it took my breath away. I was talking to a friend of mine, a director friend of mine afterwards, and we were just, like, talking about symbolism. Like, it was such a big film if you're the a nerd semiotics. and that stuff. But <laughs> – yeah, but they really they built this relationship up where I believed oh, wow. it. I believed these two because yeah. it wasn't there wasn't. I don't think there was nudity. It, it wasn't, wasn't Julia Roberts sex, and uh, you know? Dermot Mulroney. Yeah, <laughs> like it was. It's what wasn't shown, and it wasn't like you saw two people having you know sex with each other. It was two people that fucking were besotted with each other and I felt it I felt it in my heart I can't it was it's one of I think it's been a while since I've seen it's been a while since I've seen a film that I loved which is in my brain forever and it's yep. what it's that it's just beautiful you know but you have to you have to persist because there's a lot yeah, of right. establishing oh, shots. Yeah. It's a you know, it's a arty film. <laughs> lot of lots of lots of uh, shots watched, of a peach Speaking of tree. arty films, I watched a really cute one on um, Amazon the other night called The Vast of Night, mm-hmm. which oh. in which not much Ooh, happens. Google that too. It's set in the fifties. It's got like a kind of a twilight zoney sort of vibe. It's it was all filmed in Texas oh, yeah. in like a small little town. And it's just, but it's... Sci-fi? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can see the glasses in it. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, 50s. like, it's just kind of a cute film. But it, it does have a, it does have a kind of like, oh, yeah, this is your first movie out of film school vibe to it, where it's like, right. why is this tracking shot going for so long? <laughs> oh, right. Why are you on the dolly um, now for okay. two and a half hours? Come on. <laughs> All right. Truly mad and truly mad is okay. Leave it with me. I'm gonna bloody, I'm gonna watch all this. But stuff. if you want, got, mate, if you want romantic time. comedies, considering Clueless is a Jane Austen, I would go. Yeah. The Emma Thompson Sense and Sensibility, it is perfect. It is absolutely Ugh. perfect as far as romantic comedies well, go, and it's got Hugh Grant. But also, <laughs> yeah, I remember when it came out, and um, uh, like, fuck Emma Thompson, her scene in. In oh, um, Love Actually. The only good scene in Love Actually. <laughs> where she yeah. cries in one shot. Just one shot. Yeah. She walks away, cries, wipes away her tears. <sighs> All right, everyone ready yep. to go? Oh, Sorry. Breaks my heart. Have you have you ever heard her episode? I don't know if you listen to my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> hilarious. Hilarious mm-hmm. podcast. One of my favorite podcasts. They do these little um, episodes where they have uh, – famous people who love the podcast come and talk to them about mm. that week's episode and emma thompson's episode is so fantastic really she talks about how when her daughter was you know in her early teens she wanted to explain to her about like um 
sex and love and things like that. And so she wrote her a little book and she talked about the feeling that you get um, when you re- when you really love someone and you w- you want to be with them. And she called it shivoom. And and it was this quite bonkers Aww. thing. But Emma Thompson, you just go, oh my God, you're yeah. a genius. Like, mm. And the daughter's there as well talking about it too. And it's the most delightful little I love unexpected her. thing. Yeah, it's just really, even just listening to that episode yeah. by itself, you don't have to listen to the all the seasons but it's so fantastic FYI I call that Zaza Zoo Zoo. (laughs) yeah it's like it's from Sex and the City Uh. where you just can't describe it where it's like I don't know we just had this Zaza Zoo you know Um, is that the movie we Um, I love Emma Thompson except for Late Night I've not seen that which was fucked oh I haven't seen it yet nah don't bother that's Mindy Kaling wrote it nah don't bother um As a comedian, you'll be like, fuck off. <laughs> the, uh, the Kira Knightley um, Pride and Prejudice is also quite sweet. Really? That keeps on coming on my um, things to watch and I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can oh, be fucked. just, you know. It's a lot of work, you know, a Pride and Prejudice, Darcy. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, I love a big dress a movie, like basically. I'll... Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. How good was oh, the crown so for that? Oh, so good. So many dresses. Okay, the crown's different. Crown, Olivia Coleman. Oh, oh my God, I just watched the I one where it. she, yeah, like, they have a close-up on her crying. Like, just not crying. Because she never yeah. cried. With the, the yeah. mind disaster. That was so oh, fucked. Yeah. Heartbreaking. That was horrible. Um, yeah, the, the thing that we found about the series, as a friend pointed out, all the women's frocks are horrible. In the 60s, yeah. men have great frocks. <laughs> <laughs> But Helen Bottom Carter. I was, was I thought she was going to be terrible because I loved Vanessa Kirby and I'm like nah. I can't see anyone else as Margaret. Yeah. No one else can be Margaret. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And Helena Bottom Carter is such so a ham. Good. I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm like, oh, she's amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for the great mm-hmm. episode of Louis Theroux's Grounded podcast, which is another mm. fantastic listen. Ah. An amazing conversation with Lenny Henry. Fantastic. Ah. So fantastic. But he does one with Helena Bottom Carter, and it made me go, oh, all right. I really <laughs> love you. Like she's so. Podcast, yeah? Yeah, okay. grounded. So so fabulous. All of them are really oh, cool. wonderful. I feel like someone like Helena Bottom Carter, I reckon her whole career, people are like, mm, we don't know what to do with you. <laughs> and she found a way to be her yeah. authentic, weird self and just and even do something as commercial as Fight Club yeah. and still be yeah. amazing. Except for the yeah, fucking... She, talk, she talks about that on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'm going li- to listen. Great. Right. Really. Going to listen. Going to listen. Um, guys, we better wrap up. Um, and I'll, we'll be oh, sorry, telling, sorry, I'll be telling Louis Theroux about oh, your awesome. podcast as well. What? So <laughs> when? No, what? Kidding. kidding, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that just makes me think of Ben Russell's Louis Theroux. Where he's like, do you think maybe you're a bit of a... Uh, <laughs> um, what he does... Just Ben Russell's... Yeah, I, my, my theory is that Louis Theroux is so successful because... He asks old man questions yep. as a young man. <laughs> like he just he asks something that your granddad would ask you. But as he gets towards that age, is it because <laughs> then he's just an old man asking questions? Do like when he's in the um, brothel, he's like, so do you like um, having sex with men? <laughs> like just a real okay, okay. So it's going to be great. <laughs> I'm going to go for a run and hope no one tries to kill me. <laughs> golf club now. Life. It's always good to end on an upload. <laughs> so, oh, the paranoia. Um, I love it. <laughs> oh. I thought you were going to say the Fistuka Paradox. That like That's a really good film on Netflix. The Paradox. <laughs> um, I have so much 
fun. Christina Applegate said that and she's She's amazing. (laughs) You guys have been so much fun. I can't even tell you. Thank you so much for doing this episode again. Um, And it's a whole new episode. It's a whole new chat. And it it went for an hour and 45 minutes. I'm so sorry. every day. <laughs> oh, I love it. We could. I just miss talking to people and just being stupid and silly and you know, everything's so serious. Yeah. Like we have the news on in our oh. house all and the time. And there's only like, one Ugh. story. Like cuz I was talking to yeah. um Yeah. Toby who I do a podcast with and we like it's mm. an intermittent podcast. I'm like, should we do one this week? Like has anything happened that we can talk about mm. other yeah. than, mm. you know, the obvious as the unprecedented times (laughs) yeah i was talking to someone the the other day about the the horrifying thought of a festival where 45 minutes out of every show is about covid19 oh Oh, horrible like no can't like everyone's everyone's scrabbling for the same jokes yeah i just oh but do you have anything you need to promote um um you can buy my kids' books. Yes. Because if you keep buying them, they'll, yeah. ma- they'll make me do more. Um, so George and the Great Bum Stampede and George and the Great Brain Swappery are my two kids' books. Amazing. Um, you can find pictures of my kids on Instagram. <laughs> they are Wilson. very Barnacle. cute. Barnacle. <laughs> that ridiculous. And what are you? Uh, what, what's your uh, story, Adam? I've got my, my daily podcast, Adam Richard Has a Theory, where I am this week watching uh, – Is that a daily, a daily one? one? <laughs> Now it is. Five days a week. <laughs> he, got, he got time. <laughs> it's only ten minutes a day. Like you listen to five at once, huh. and it's like a whole, like it's just a one hour one. Um, Easy. <laughs> but yeah, I've been watching. Uh, I watched Doctor Who, and this week I've been watching the Paul McGann telly movie from 1996. And uh, speaking of not aging well, <laughs> American Doctor <laughs> Who is very peculiar. <laughs> I um I have started watching Doctor <gasps> Who. I've never watched it really is a before fan. ever. It, it kind of, I, I, because I've been writing for the last year, myself and Rose Bishop have been writing this thing. And Seals was like, I think you should watch these episodes of Doctor Who because it's in part of what mm. you're doing. And I'm like, David Tennant, oh my oh fuck. Oh my God. He is just one of the sexiest pieces <laughs> of shit I've ever seen. See, like, I, I'm more like I'm, Matt Smith. I'm watching the Billy Piper I like ones. Matt Smith. Yeah. Matt Smith was good, but David Tennant. David Tennant is so fucking charming, and I love the no sexual tension with him. And it should never be sexual tension between the Doctor and anybody ever. I just don't think. I think he should be asexual. I really believe. But I I love the whole thing between um, Peter Capaldi and Clara. Oh, see, I haven't gone that far yet. No, no, no. So I've only done Tennant, um, uh, Tate and Billy Piper and the other Maria. Martha. Whatever. Martha. Right. Yeah. So I've only kind of done that. So very slowly. One of my favourite lines ever is that that, um, one where he invites Donna, Catherine Tate into the TARDIS and he goes, I just want a mate. She goes, you're not mating with me, sunshine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think... I love that. I thought that was all good. Like I just, because I, yeah, there's something about, because I think with the stuff with Martha, I was like. Oh, "Mm, yeah. uh, Yeah. You know, I don't want love. I want dystopian future. I want aliens. I want, you know, trickery. That's what, That's what Tony used to go. He goes, I just want to see Doctor Who trick a robot into a hole. Like I don't want (laughs) to. Yeah. I don't have to learn the history of space time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We better wrap. We better wrap up. Um, thanks, guys. I really appreciate Anytime. it. Oh my god, what a great! I might even split this up oh, into two episodes three. because 
Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's this old quality content. 